Praise the Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we are certainly rejoicing and being glad in it. We are looking today at persistence shows faith. Yes, being persistent shows Jesus that you have faith. We're looking at Luke chapter 18, verses 35 through 43. Very familiar scripture. But we want to look at it and see how it pertains to us. Verse 35 of chapter 18 of Luke. Now it happened as he was coming near Jericho, a certain blind man, and according to Mark, that's Bartimaeus, sat by the road begging, and hearing a multitude passing by, he asked what it meant. And they told him that Jesus of Nazareth was coming by. And he cried out, saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then those who went before him warned him that he should be quiet. And he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he had come near, he asked him, saying, what do you want me to do? For you. And he said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said to him, Receive your sight, your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. Hallelujah. Well, glory to God. A blind man begging alongside the road. Uh, we have certain things in, in cities today where you got people with signs up begging for help. But this is the blind man begging for help and he heard that Jesus was coming. Now it doesn't tell us, but I believe that he's heard about some of the things that Jesus has been doing. What else does a blind man have to do when he's sitting alongside the road? He's certainly hearing people talk about Jesus. So he heard Jesus was coming. And he cried out for mercy, son of David. Now, he could have said uh, Jesus, but he said, son of David. This acknowledged Jesus as Messiah. This acknowledged that as David is, so Jesus is a shepherd that takes care of his sheep. And so he was crying out to, to the son of David, the Messiah, the shepherd who takes care of his sheep. Sheep. Remember over in John chapter 10, starting with verse 11, Jesus speaking and said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. And for a howling, he who is not the sheep shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. And the howling flees because he is a howling and does not care about the sheep. Jesus said, listen, I am the good shepherd. And I know my sheep and am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father and I lay down my life for the sheep. So when he said son of David, a shepherd, he was talking about Jesus 
as the Messiah, as a great shepherd coming to gather up his flock, coming to care for his sheep. we got to remember that for us. I don't know about you, but sometimes I go around going, because I don't know what to say anymore. I mean, <laughs> I'm a sheep, and, and he takes care of us. So come to Jesus in what you know of him. That's what this blind Bartimaeus was doing. He was coming to Jesus in what he knew of Jesus. Son of David, son of David. So he did, he was very persistent in the face of people who wanted to stop him. Yeah, that's what took place. Verse 40. And before that, they, he cried out and the people said, uh, uh, don't do that. Don't do that. Be quiet. We got Jesus coming by. But he kept on crying out, Son of David, have mercy on me. And when that took place, this tells Jesus that you have a need. And he, but he already knows it. He, you have a need. He stood still. And then he said, what do you want me to do for you? Now, to me, that would be a silly question if Jesus already knew what you needed. But you see what Jesus is wanting to do. He's wanting us to confess what we need. To be able to give it to him so that he can then heal us, set us free, be able to cause everything to happen in our life that's going to make it right. Hallelujah. So, verse 42. And Jesus said to him, Receive your sight, your faith has made you well. How did Jesus know he had faith? Because he was persistent. He wasn't going to let anybody stand in his way, even though he was blind, even though people told him to shut up. He wasn't going to let anybody keep him from getting Jesus' attention. And that's, that's great to know, that no matter what people may say in your church, in, in the church that you're attending, sometimes they may not believe in healing. They may not believe in, in all this supernatural stuff. Crying out to Jesus persistently, getting to him, coming to him, never giving up, never giving up, will cause Jesus to stand still. He gets his attention, and he will be able to do something for you as you confess what you need from him. And he said, listen, your faith, your faith, your faith has made you well. Now, how did Jesus know he had faith? Because he was persistent. He kept on, keeping on, kept on, keeping on, coming after Jesus. Everybody else was gathered around Jesus, but he was the one that was getting Jesus' attention because he was persistent. And Jesus said to him, your faith, your faith has made you well. Your faith has made you well. Hallelujah. Turn over to uh, Luke chapter 11. Oh, yeah. That talks about faith, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right. That's a faith chapter. We all know that. Well, Luke chapter 11, verse 6, will give us uh, even more of a picture 
of what faith is all about. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. So what pleases God? Faith. Coming to him in faith. Coming to him in faith. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. Must believe that he is. Believe that he is. He came to Jesus believing that he is the son of David. He's a son of David. He's what I've heard about. He is the Messiah. You come to Jesus and what you know. He who comes to God must believe that he is. He is who he says he is. You have to agree with God. That's it. Agree with what God says. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Then, he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Believe means fully convinced. You are fully convinced that he is a rewarder. See, it's just not the, well, uh, I sure hope Jesus will heal me. I, you know, I, I know he can, but, you know, I've got some doubts about it. And, uh, and uh, I've heard he can. He's done it for other people. Maybe he'll do it for me. No. You've got to be fully convinced. You've got to know that, hey, I've heard Jesus healing. I know he can do it. And if he can do it for somebody else, he can certainly do it for me. Why? Because, you see, I'm coming to him. I'm coming to him. I am coming to him in faith. And faith. He is a rewarder of those who sometimes come after him. Sometimes, uh, you know, on Sunday morning between 11 and 12, if you seek me, Jesus says, then I'll do something for you. No, that's not what he said. That's not what the word says. Who diligently seek him. Blind Bartimaeus, diligently came after him, came after him, kept going after him, kept going after him, would not give up. His persistence brought his healing to him because Jesus saw the faith that he had. Now, we know of another person like that. Uh, back over in Luke, uh, in the next chapter of Luke, we were in Luke chapter uh, 18. Now we're going to go to Luke chapter 9 verses 1 through 1 through 5. And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho and behold there was a man named Zacchaeus who was the chief tax collector and he was sick. Well what are you going to do when you're sick? <laughs> well let's find out what he did. He sought to see Jesus who was but he could not because of the crowd, for he was a short stature. A little short guy. Everybody else is standing around looking at Jesus, and, and he's looking, trying to find, maybe I can see him through here. Maybe I can go somebody's underneath somebody's leg. Maybe I can find him that way. No. No, what did he do? So he ran ahead, climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up, saw him, and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your home. See, he saw Zacchaeus, the one who was persistent to see Jesus. 
He wasn't going to let the crowd stop him. He wasn't going to let anything stand in his way. He climbed up into a tree. Now, I don't know if I could do that. I mean, uh, I'm 77, but if God wants me to climb up in a tree, he'll get me there. But he climbed up into a tree, knowing where Jesus was coming by, and Jesus looked up. Now, why would Jesus look up? I believe because internally Jesus knew there was someone in the tree searching for him. And he looked up, he looked up, he saw Zacchaeus, and then he told him, Zacchaeus, come on down now. I'm coming to your house. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And in verse 9, it says, Today salvation has come to this house, because he also is the son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which is lost. So Zacchaeus, in his persistence, got Jesus' attention, and Jesus was able to fulfill Zacchaeus' heart, what he needed. He needed salvation in his life. He needed to be something other than a tax collector. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, diligently. Diligently means you have some prior knowledge to enhance that supports your diligence. In other words, you have some knowledge that has been given to you, probably by God, that says, I'm going to keep on keeping on until I know that I receive what I need in my life. Hallelujah. In Deuteronomy chapter 4, over there in the Old Testament, what does that got to do with anything? Well, let's find out. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 29. But from there you will seek, talking about you or me, will seek the Lord, your God, and you will find him if, that's a big word there, you will find him if you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. In other words, you're just not seeking him out of the head knowledge that you have. You're seeking him with your internal being, with who you are, with what you know. You know inside, I'm going to get to Jesus. I'm going to get to Jesus. I'm going to get to Jesus. Hallelujah. You will find him if you seek him with all your heart and your soul. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to just uh, sit back and relax. I'm going to give a personal testimony of being persistent, being persistent, being persistent to receive what you need from Jesus. All right, you ready to just take, take it easy? Okay. Back in uh, 1967, in June, uh, my wife, Frank, and I were married. Well, she wasn't my wife at that time until I got married. <laughs> so we've been married uh, 55 years come this June. Well, praise the Lord. And we had our honeymoon, and then we settled down in Richmond, Virginia. And then about two months later, I was in bed, and I started to get up, and I could not. I could not stand up whatsoever. My my leg, particularly my left leg, and my knee and my, my ankle, left ankle particularly, I could not stand on it. it. It would not hold me up. So I went to the doctor eventually, and I found out that I had gout, which is a form of arthritis. So he prescribed some medicine for me, 
And then for seven years, seven years, I was dealing with this gout. Now, in March of 74, I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Then I began to work with the youth of the church that I was uh, attending there in Irmo, South Carolina. Uh, that's next to Columbia. Hallelujah. <laughs> and New Year's Eve, I was working with the youth, and uh, I realized I don't have any more of my gout medicine. What am I to do? There ain't going to be any pharmacy open on New Year's Eve. I can't get the medicine. I've got to have my medicine. i got to have my medicine. And God was putting on my heart, teaching me, listen, believe me for your healing. Believe me for your healing. So he gave me some scriptures. Psalm 103, verses 1 through 5. Isaiah 53, verses verse 5. Matthew 8, 17, and 1 Peter 2, 24. I began then to read those verses that says that God heals me. Jesus took my sickness. He healed me on the cross. And by his stripes, I was healed. I didn't understand what that meant. But I began to confess that daily. I began to look at that daily. He, God told me, don't take any more medicine. Now, I'm not telling you not to take medicine. But that's what God put on my heart to do. And so, for a solid month, I just stood on the word of God. Hallelujah. And you would think things were getting better. No, they got worse. Yeah, it got worse. It got worse to the point that I was with uh, one of the uh, the ladies in the uh, church was working with the youth. We went down to Florida for a retreat, and I called Frankie and says, "Honey, I can't take this any longer. I gotta have, I gotta have something. I gotta have some heat. I can't take this. It's driving me up the wall. The pain is too great." Well, praise the Lord. God will always work things out as long as you keep on being persistent with him. He'll make a way where there seems to be no way. Hallelujah. One morning I was sitting down eating breakfast, and across the the table was a particular associate pastor of a guy who was in that community that was going to be up in Columbia, South Carolina for a healing session for a healing ministry i heard about that and here is the associate pastor that i'm sending across the table from is that god yes that's god and so i i, I told him my situation and he said uh what you need to do is on that saturday when when my pastor's there you need to to fast and i said do what i can't even run <laughs> no that's not what i'm talking about Fast. Give up food for the day. I had no idea what that meant. You see, God's always been teaching me things that I have no idea what they are, but he teaches me. But he said, well, listen, I'm going over to my uh, my pastor, and we'll see what we can do. Well, he went over. The pastor said, give him this book on fasting. So he came back, gave the book on fasting, and I read that book from Florida all the way back to Columbia, South Carolina. That's a miracle in itself. 
because I don't like to read. I, can, I don't read fast. I read the Word of God now, but I don't read that fast. And I read the whole book on fasting. So the following Saturday after I got back, I put on my nice suit and coat and tie. Hallelujah, boy. I was all decked out, man, ready for this healing service. And I walked in, and uh, I was sitting there, and uh, this uh, the, the pastor's wife was pointing people out. Uh, you've got such and such an ailment, you come up here and we'll pray for you. You've got such and such an ailment, you come up here and we'll pray for your healing. And I was sitting there, well, hallelujah. They must going to be able to call me up there. They didn't. <laughs> they didn't at all. So what took place? He said, well, at the end here, at the end here, before I tell you that, it reminded me <coughs> that I walked outside and I looked up to God and said, God, I need my healing. I can't take this any longer. So then I walked back in and he said, anyone who hasn't received prayer, come up front. So I came up front with a bunch of other people lined up there, just like they do it rekindle the flame. And, uh, and I saw him kind of started over there on my left, started laying hands on people, laying hands on people. And I looked at it, saw of my eye and they were falling on the floor. Well, listen, I got on my good suit. I'm not about to fall on the floor. I can't do this. So he got to me and he touched my head and I stepped back about two or three steps. And then I went back and sat down. Did I feel anything to take place? No. I didn't feel a thing. Well, we got home and I told Frankie, listen, you go take the babysitter home because we had one child then. You go take the babysitter home because I'm hungry and I'm going to get something to eat. So I went into the kitchen. I got me a piece of bread and I was lying down on the couch. And next thing I know, I felt the power of God take from just like an elevator, taking out the pain and running through my ankle and out, going back and getting some more pain and running through my leg and taking it out. I was completely healed. Why? Persistence shows faith. I was in the learning process of all of this. You see, sometimes I believe that we need to have childlike faith and not know everything. I knew enough about Jesus that he saved me. He had also at that time filled me with the Holy Spirit. I knew that. But that's all I knew. And he showed me how to receive healing. He showed me to be very persistent, keeping on for a solid month. Solid month. Barnabas said, I'm going to get my healing. Son of David, have mercy on me. This is my need. And Jesus, I believe that you can do it. And Jesus said, Barnabas, by your faith, you are healed. You are made well. Don't give up on Jesus. Don't ever give up. Don't go by what you feel. Don't go by what you may even see. Go by what you know, that you know, that you know, that you know, that by the stripes of Jesus Christ, 
we were healed. And if we were, then we are. Praise the Lord. So, are you going to be persistent? Or are you going to give up? Are you going to continue on in face of the pain or facing the difficulties or facing the people who said this can't be done? Are you going to keep on with Jesus no matter what's going to take place around you? You're going to keep up with Jesus until you get your results. I encourage you to do so. Praise the Lord. Because that's the only way that blind man, now he can see. Hallelujah. And guess what he did? He began to follow Jesus. You see, that's the reason Jesus wants us well, so that we can follow him. Wherever Jesus goes, we're going to go. Hallelujah. So you ready? You ready for your healing? You may have a problem right now. You may have a family member right now. But I'm going to pray for you, and you're going to be healed in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I am not going to give up on you. I am not going to give up on you, Jesus. I'm not going to give up what you have done for me on the cross. I receive my healing right now. I believe that by the stripes of Jesus Christ, I am healed. Go now healed. No matter what you may feel, no matter what you may sense, go out walking in your healing. Go out living in your healing. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen.